good, everybody? This is your boy, Jamal Jackson, and welcome to Black Flavor Magazine. I got another exclusive interview here. I got my boy, Coach, straight out of Detroit. Coach, how you doing today? I am Gucci, my guy. How are you? Man, I'm doing good. I can't complain, man. I know that weather is crazy up there right now. Um, yeah, the weather is wild up here, for real. It be cold as fuck. It be cold as hell, man. man. We, like, we just starting to get a lot of snow, too, so it's just... This is trash. Yeah, it's just now starting. I mean, it usually like starts snowing heavily around like the beginning of last month and kind of now, but it, it melts pretty fast. But it's still like just a hassle. Not for sure. Um, for for the people who don't know who Coast is, tell us about who Coast is and where you're from. Um. Okay. So I'm a 26 year old. Artist, I'm going to say artist because it's a lot to say model, musician, blah, 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 blah. I'm from Detroit, Michigan, the east side specifically, Somerset and Linville more specifically than that. And really, I'm just somebody trying to do what I want to do to live the life I want as best as I can all the time, for real. That's, that's the way I, I think that's a, a very direct way to say it, too. I mean, as I get asked that question a lot, and every time I try and kind of sum the answer down more into like one statement that would sum it up, and I think that's that's about as close as I might get. I definitely agree. Um, in, in this interview, I think this is the first time we've we've had a Detroit artist on this platform, so this would be a great hey. time for us to be able to hear about not just yourself, but uh, the Detroit life. Hell yeah, a lot, honestly, a lot of the, like, quote-unquote scene I'm in doesn't get a lot of shine in mainstream Detroit media, so that's really fucking cool for real. Definitely. Um, so you said, now, when I came across your uh, your page, and I was I was just on Instagram looking down my story, and um, no, I was on the Explore page, actually, and that's how I came across your page. And while on the Explore page, and I was on your page, um, I did see that your creativity is is definitely uh, something that stands out. And so that's what made me reach out to you. That's um, nice. Thank you. Oh, definitely, bro. Um, tell us, tell us about when, when, how, when did you first started making music, and what inspired you? Uh, honestly, man, I probably started getting interested in making music when I was like 16 I really didn't listen to a lot of like rap and R&B shit as a kid which is super weird because I was in the hood like half the time but I was listening to Lincoln Park and P.O.D. and Bray and shit but um I like went to therapy one good time with my aunt because they like they thought I was depressed and I was it was like, well, you just need to find an outlet. You need to find something that, like, helps you express yourself and stuff you don't just perhaps feel comfortable talking about, but that you need to get off of your, like, mental. So you need to find a medium to do that. And music was just, it just happened to be where the interest lies. Like, I started listening to a lot of, like, Joey Badass and Kendrick Lamar and a lot of that underground New York rap, like Ken Rebel and shit like that. And I was, I was just like, it's really cool that people can just 
really be these types of people that don't necessarily fit into the outline of society but are important to people like me who need to feel shit or have it put a certain way so we can I don't know maybe feel like we're not alone or that someone else understands like parts of you that you can't always express well so I think I got really into it from that but I didn't start making music for real until I was like in my 20s I had um I had some friends and we made like a music group and I think at the time I had started like dropping out of college and shit and we just started making music we made a mixtape and through a weird set of coincidences and random occurrences we ended up playing a couple of shows and we just we just kept fucking with it we're like oh wait this is like we realized it was doable you know like oh shit we really can book like a bar and get a hundred people to show up and do the shit we like to do in front of them so
my homie Mike just hit me up. I was downtown. And the nigga was like, hey, man, we need an extra for this Macy's shit. You want to run down here real quick? I was like, hell yeah. And they really put me in this Macy's campaign with my shirt wrinkled. And they like, fucking all this shit. And I was like, it's so crazy, bro. I was like, wow, this, this shit is accessible. This is doable. So. Sounds like a cool experience, though. It was. It was, it was super cool. Like a cool-ass nigga, too, because I definitely met him. I think for our first shoot, I was doing some shit for Detroit versus everybody. Because I had, like, me and my homies actually made a fake email at the time. We became my real man in the email. But we hit them up to get sponsored for some shirts for a show. And I was like, oh, shit, it worked. Yeah. Crazy to look it up. I had just been chopping it up with Mike and like, let's take some pictures. And I was like, bet. I met him up after I was doing acid, like, the night before. So I was still kind of, like, acid tweaked out the whole time. And she was dope as fuck. And I won a streetwear contest with the photo later. And, you know, it was, it was just shit like that, you know, just stuff piling on top of each other after I started, like, taking the steps in the field. And shout out to, like, all my photographers and stuff, for real, all my homies that make all that happen, because really, they're the creative motherfuckers. I, I, like, am more like the mannequin that stands in there to bring it to life, but... Yeah. They hooked up with most of that shit. I'm not like particularly great at that myself. That's amazing. And it's crazy how things line up like that sometimes when you were speaking about how modeling was not a part of the blueprint, but just how it came into the picture. Yeah. And it's, Honestly, it's now like, to find your image. You know, being open to shit. Because a lot of, like, my homies was also being given that directive to some extent. And I feel like they didn't want to fuck with it because it wasn't part of what they thought it was all supposed to be. You know, I was like, I mean, I guess, but that don't really make sense, dog. This is something that come along with what you want to do. You may as well excel in all the places you can, especially in Detroit because it's like a million niggas rap. Everybody rap. Everybody want to make music. Everybody want to do anything for real. And here, where there's no, like, big infrastructure for it on a certain level, you gotta, you gotta jump in those multiple things, or you're probably not gonna go get nowhere anytime soon or anything else. Yeah, I feel like Detroit will, will probably always be competitive like that, considering that at a point of time when Motown was there, it was the Black Renaissance. Yeah, I mean, they, they low-key still here. They still do grants and, like, all types of shit. They still put artists on to some extent. But it is, like, very competitive here. Even, like, just where I'm at, I don't consider myself, like, no big musician or anything. People would know I do music here in certain scenes and places. But it's, like, man, we'd be, like, dog, if that shit ain't great, it is not shit. Like, you not fucking... You're not doing some real live shit. Niggas do not fuck with you. Detroit is a hard, hard place to want to just get into anything if you don't fit, like, the mainstream thing. And even then, niggas don't fuck with you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can can understand that, like, when you look at all the superstars who made it out, they went, Mm -hmm. like, five-star level. Facts. So it's like, Detroit ain't spitting nothing out that ain't, you know, I don't think they ain't letting a two or three star come out that city. If you coming out, you coming out ready, you know? 
like me too. It just depends on where you at in it at the time. So yeah, it was it was something else. I really fuck with it though. I don't know. Um, I don't really go back home. Cause my dad died when I was like on our on my 16th birthday, and it was his 57th birthday. And like now my whole old block is vacant for the most part. I don't think anybody they lives on the street anymore. So yeah.
people shit around me, so I don't, I didn't even rank anybody too hard, but I, I really do have to say, okay, you rock the show, because I listen to them niggas a lot. And you know, when my buddies pop up on your playlist all the time, you're like, oh, wow, I listen to this a lot. No, for sure. Now, okay, what about a top five? Do you have a top five within hip hop of all time from like all artists? So one of my photographers, I live with my wife, my 
shit for me on the whole course of doing this. Um, I'm DJ Dallas, aka DJ Devon. But um, Jashar was Lexi's homie. I think he came by for a photo shoot and was talking about music and shit. I'm working on my album right now. I want to do a feature. And that's just really how they came about. We went to the studio. Knocked it out in like an hour, and that was it. Sound like you got got a whole uh, production team over there. Honestly, damn near. I mean, the crib really do have a lot of people in and out of it every day that be doing shit. Like me, Dalmas, Dalmas is a painter. The nigga sell clothes. DJ. And we really just all be doing whatever the fuck we can or what we like to do. The scout that comes over here, he's a painter, a digital artist. A musician, sometimes a DJ, the nigga do tattoos, so like you know, wife's a model, I'm a model. Our homies come by, we got like a little studio in the basement and shit, so we can shoot at home when it's just like simple stuff, or we have some shit we really want to do. Yeah, we, we make it happen. It's just, it's what you, what we be doing, it ain't nothing else to do. I, I, really don't be caring to do a lot of other shit for real, so. Yeah. Just, yeah, we just be working. And chilling, we be in the I'm not gonna say, like, we just be working all the time. Niggas for sure will be bullshit. Shit, that come with it sometimes, and, and yeah. people recognize it or not, that's where some of the creativity come out of. You know, like, you gotta have time in between. You gotta chill and give yourself time to relax and be just a person fucking sit down and think like that's that's some shit people who want to be creative definitely need to like know like don't put yourself on somebody else like time schedule or think you always running out of time or anything all this shit gonna be there as long as it's gonna be there give yourself time to rest in between cause you can just be burnt out man sometimes you can just like really wake up after going hard for four months and be like I can't do anything anymore what um what type of advice would you give to up and coming artists man don't try and do what everybody else has done but definitely look at how they do what they do to figure out a good way to put it out there you know you don't have to particularly copy people to take their good points and things like that but you should definitely learn from other artists how they push their media and manage it and the channels they use things like that like your art is important but how you get it across and the network it goes through is also equally as important and sometimes more important so Uh, 
done that besides music. I think I have like one more video, one more feature with a video that's supposed to come out this year with um, the main key. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir.